welcome to Weekly Burn, where we talk about health, fitness, and lifestyle. My name's Cassie, and joining me as always is Jaden. We are coaches from Perth, and you can find us on Instagram at Finlay Fitness Systems for me, and find your fit for Cassie. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Burn. My name is Jaden, and as always, with me is Cassie. How are you? Cassie is fantastic. Cassie is fantastic. How's Finlay? Not bad. Keen to talk about some glute training, you know. I just <laughs> why, why is that, Finlay? Just, I don't know. Just because, you know, I love talking about training. Um, so, obviously, you know, everyone talks about training glutes. Um, every girl's goal a lot of the time when they go into the gym is, like, build some glutes. And, you know, we thought, obviously, one of us has a pretty ripper set of glutes. And, you know, Cassie knows a thing or two as well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> was that your joke? That was my joke. Oh, that Rest, was... Mate. Oh. We do the same kind of thing every week. Absolutely but... destroyed her. Oh, no. Um... But yeah, obviously, like we said, it kind of gets um, put on a pedestal, I guess, the same way that whenever there's like a muscle that everyone, you know, kind of wants to train a lot, it kind of gets put on this pedestal, like, oh, you have to do like these magical things just to grow them, like there's some sort of secret to big glutes. I'm sure we've seen some people like put that, you see that flying around Instagram and that sort of thing, like, oh, you know, the secret to X is just do Y, like that sort of crap that you kind of see for a lot of things as well, whereas we're just kind of going to go through a few of the things, you know, why the reasons why you should train your glutes, um, how to, you know, the right kind of exercise to do them, why we want to do them, um, why the guys, even if you don't, even if your goal isn't, oh, just grow a big ass, <laughs> you should still do them because they are obviously like quite a functional muscle too. They have something that they actually work in your body, not just to like look good. Yeah. Um, so, so you want to kick us off? Yeah. So we're just going to be sharing some tips on building your glutes. So get your pen and paper out and let's get started. All right, let's go. So my first one is training glutes more than once a week. I think a lot of people like when you really want to build your glutes and grow them, you've got to train it more than once a week. It's like otherwise giving your body six days rest on that yeah. muscle. Of course, you've broken down that muscle tissue and then you've rebuilt it. But to grow muscle, you need to rebuild it before like that stage if yeah, that makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. it's so hard to say over <laughs> right this build, rework re, 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 re. kind um, of like you don't want to be stripping back and then waiting six days to then rebuild again so if you really want to build your glutes i would suggest two to three glute training days that doesn't mean just glutes but at least having two or three glute exercises each of these days just to keep the pressure on the glutes so you can actually grow them yeah so we know these days you know it generally takes about two to three days for your muscles to fully recover and be ready to go again um same goes for movements as well like i was talking to someone else like about like bench press and stuff like that is like, mm. oh, you want to get better bench pressing, maybe do it two or three times a week. It's exactly. the same with growing any muscle. You know, yep. if you want to grow it more, train it more, like it sounds obvious, but a lot of people won't do it. And yeah, like we said, you know, if your muscle takes two or three days to recover and be ready to go again, and you're only training it once every second day, so, you know, you've kind of got three, four days there where you have like a lot of time that you could be going again. Um, exactly. And obviously you don't have to do a massive like smash your glutes day every third day. Most people generally have, you know, say you have like a four-day program, you have maybe one leg day that's a bit more glute focused with like a little bit of quads in there and then mm-hmm. another day which is a bit more quad focused but still have a little bit of glutes in there. I yep. mean, that's how I would generally sort of program it depending on the person. Um, but it's like anything, you know, when you've been training for a while, you can kind of – divert more attention to certain muscles and obviously in this case the glutes for a lot of people Mm -hmm. so yeah and they do have you know pretty good kind of recovery capacity like i don't know about you but i don't really get that sore in the glutes like maybe the day after like a heavy kind of deadlifty 
Romanian kind of session maybe, but not in the same way that like your quads can be cooked or like your chest feels sore and that sort of thing. I think girls I like – Everyone's different, I guess. Well, but. I'm I'm not speaking on the girls' path, but I'm sure boys are the same. Well, probably boys aren't the same, but girls <laughs> like the feeling of their glutes burning, so they'll go yeah. back in and do it when I know for me I hate the feeling of my quads, so I don't want to go back in that week and do quads again. Yeah. Um, but it just depends how much – pressure you're putting on the glutes for someone like me who's needing to build glutes for a comp I do glutes three times a week but I only do three exercises each of those days so the other half is either like quads shoulders or back so I'm giving that rest to my glutes so I can really give a hundred percent into it because some people will make the mistake and do oh I want to grow my glutes I'm going to do eight exercises of glutes by the last four exercises you're only giving like 50 60 percent there's no point doing that you might as well put that onto another day yeah no nice um, so I thought I'd talk a little bit as well about the actual kind of, you know, function of your glutes, like why you should actually want to train them outside of just the aesthetics yes. um, purposes. So this is probably one, especially because obviously I still notice a lot of time whenever I have a guy start, they've never really trained their glutes, same sort of mm. thing. Um, and the way I like to kind of explain it in kind of nonchalant kind of terms is if you think about like the center of your body, you've basically got, you've got your abs, you've got your lower back and you've got your glutes and pretty much everything you'll kind of do, tension will move through there. So, you know, if you do a squat, if you do a deadlift, even doing like stuff like bench press, jumping, all that sort of stuff. That's where like your center of gravity is. So that's where all the tension goes. And what I usually find is that people with like lower back pain will have really poor like glutes development and ab development at the same time. So the way I like to describe it is, you know, you've got three guys moving a table up a set of stairs and one guy. So imagine one guy's your lower back, one guy's your glutes, one guy's your abs, right? If they all work together and hold the table well, everything's fine. But if the glute guy lets go, and the ab guy lets go, the lower back guy gets wrecked. And that's a lot of the time why your lower back hurts. So a lot of people will say like, oh, I've got a bad lower back. And it's like, well, do you have a bad lower back or is your your, your bad lower back just pulling up the slack that your glutes and your abs aren't? picking up because most of the time the people that feel their lower backs the people that i don't want to speak for these people but (laughs) people that do group classes and all of that where they're not actually training their glutes when if you're in the gym training your glutes you shouldn't have lower back pain because you're actually working those muscles when if you're like i've got all this back pain just look at your training and what you're actually doing are you even training glutes and abs or are you just doing a lot of the time it's like you're people that either don't train at all or the office workers sitting down a lot so when you're in like a seated position generally your glutes are relaxed and a lot of time people get quite tight in the hamstring and it's yep. like a chain, you know, it all kind of works together. So weaknesses in one place often pop up into pain or tightness in other places. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what we see a lot. And, you know, you think of like your big lower body movements, like your squat and deadlift, like they're very, very glute dominant. Mm. Um, and so what you see a lot of the time is when people think legs, they think quads and hamstrings. And then a lot of the time they'll still just think quads because like, oh, I can see my quads. Like I want to grow my quads. So they'll do like a lot of leg press, a lot of leg extension no hip thrust kind of stuff, no deadlift kind of stuff. And then you'll see them move. And, you know, when it's a quad-based thing, it looks quite good. And as soon as they have to either go into, like, hip extension, so, like, moving their hips backwards and forwards, which is like a hip thrust, it'll just fall apart. They won't be able to do it. Or they'll really want to squat the weight. So you'll see in the gym when people go to – so a lot of people go to do a deadlift, they'll want to, like, squat it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They'll get into, like, a squat position to, like, pick it up off the ground. And then once the bar leaves the ground – that's when everything will fall apart and they'll hurt their lower backs and stuff like that. So train your glutes, boys. Train them, boys. <laughs> I'll tell you what, my girls. glutes have grown tremendously in the last like two years just yeah. from like the more powerlifting kind of stuff and focusing on like moving better. And, you know, no one, it's not like I've never had a goal of growing my glutes in terms of like the aesthetic way, but they just kind of grow from getting stronger anyway. Yeah. Um, that's, nice. That's my little rant on why everyone should train their glutes. <laughs> Um, um, my next point is your exercise selection. So most people, 
the uh, you I know, thought hip thrust was the only glute exercise, Cassie. Oh no! What? <laughs> I know I post that, but that's not what I mean. <laughs> um, they just look good for the gram. But I think a lot of people when they want to grow their glutes that are uneducated go and get the booty band and are doing sidewalks, are doing hip thrusts with it, are doing crab um, shell things and stuff. And that's great to turn on your glutes, but you're not actually building them. So picking an exercise is like um, you need to have a squat kind of movement in there. So doing a squat, doing anything like that, doing a movement that's like stretching the hamstring. So getting an RDL kind of in there um, with a barbell or a dumbbell, even like step ups, uh, glute focus and stuff like that. And then having a shortened range as well. So something like a hip thrust, a glute focus, leg press, a split squat, something like that. So just making sure you're training all parts of your glute. Your glute is made of three muscles. So if you just train one, you're not going to have big glutes. You need to make sure you train all All three parts. And just picking good exercises. Don't pick clamshells when you can just do an RDL. doesn't mean you have to load up 80 kilos on the bar, but starting off with maybe just two, four kilo dumbbells and then starting like that. Yeah, so it goes the same as like any other muscle. You know, you have to eventually move some heavy weight if you want to grow the muscles. So that's the problem that we see with like these clamshell kind of things, the crab walks, the old kickbacks on the Stairmaster, all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, no, the girl was doing that people the other think day. That it's Well, they say people think that sensation is stimulation. Yes. So when we talk about stimulation, it's like, okay, your muscle fibers are working and contracting to move an actual load, whereas stimulation is just you squeeze your butt a bit. It's the same as me being like, oh, I want to grow my biceps and I just like tense my arm exactly. and move it around. That's kind of the same thing like yeah i feel my bicep when i squeeze my arm but it's not actually going to grow my arms yeah no um so yeah that's why we obviously like movements like you know a hip thrust is good because it can be quite um loaded quite heavily um i think of the hip thrust as for the glutes as the similar to like a leg extension for the quads in a sense that it's quite like a short range of motion um you can obviously load it up you can do a variety of rep ranges and works really well but it's not the only thing in the world so that's where like an rdl or a deadlift comes in really handy because that's something you can actually load up quite heavy as well and progress over time same with like bulgarian split squats lunges those sort of things so Mm. just having a variety you know you can pick like two three of those or even four or five and spread those out over the week so you know like we were saying before about splitting up your days you know you could have one day where maybe romanian deadlifts your like prime movement and then you've got like a bulgarian split squat later on and then on your other day you know maybe a hip thrust can be a prime movement and you've got either some sort of lunge or like you said a glute focused sort of leg press kind of thing yeah. as well and you know you don't, you don't need to do this crazy amount of volume you know um exactly. yeah. but it's just knowing when you're starting to you know the movements feeling like pretty easy and stuff like that like your last two reps should always really burn you should only ever have like one or two reps left in the tank yeah. when you're training your glutes especially for those smaller movements like a le- yeah. um like a hip thrust you know that should be like bolster the wall you know you're not probably not going to get injured doing a hip thrust so you can push that quite hard whereas obviously like your biggest stuff like your squats deadlifts that sort of thing you want to leave it more in the tank but like i said you wouldn't go on a leg extension and do like just a few reps and be like yeah i felt it a bit and chill like that's the kind of machines where you want to push it hard on move some weight and just yeah standard kind of Mm. the same rules for your glutes apply to all your muscles like progressive overload over time get yep. stronger, move more weight. Um, I, I also, probably going to touch on eating more. Yeah, I just want to first touch on that you don't have to, like if you want to build your glutes, you don't have to have hip thrusts in your program. They I are, haven't done a hip thrust in like a year and a half. For girls, they are really, <laughs> well, for anyone, they are a really good movement, yeah. but you don't need They're to be doing them only. RDLs are probably the best exercise yeah. to build your glutes. 
Um, just wanted to put that out there that if you don't are not doing hip thrust and you are growing your glutes, that's great. If you feel like you don't have hip thrust and you're not going to grow your glutes because you don't have them in your program, that's actually fake. Yeah. Just making sure you're loading it up and building all three parts of your glutes. Yeah, my glutes but, have grown a lot and I haven't done any hip thrust. Lots nice. of deadlifts, lots of squats, squats lots are great. Of squats, yeah. But yeah, I haven't done hip thrust. Not that bad, but like we said, they're not the be all and it's end just all. like they're you just, don't have to have leg extension. They are great. They are great exercise. Not the only. Great exercise. Um, but yeah, let's touch on food. Food. All right. So the principles of how to get bigger is to eat in a calorie surplus, right? So Cassie, can I get shredded and grow my glutes at the same time? No. What? Well, fuck <laughs> me. I'll just quit. <laughs> I feel like this is a lot of problems girls have. And you've got to remember it's a process. Girls want to be lean or have this like hourglass figure where they want to be lean but have big glutes. And that's great. You can maintain that and have that. But you need to first build the glutes. So to build that, you're not going to have the tiniest, littlest waist. Your muscles obviously build when you give them food. You don't can't be lifting that amount of weight if you're eating 1,500 calories. So making sure you're at least at maintenance or a surplus, being there for a little bit as well. You can't be there for two weeks and think, oh, my glutes have grown. A good like eight to 12 weeks in that surplus, really hitting it hard, hitting the weights hard. So then when you slowly bring back that food to create that smaller waist, you've already got such big glutes that you don't have to bring your waist in as much. Plus, you're not having to drop so low because your body's starting to get used to those higher calories. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, just eat more, bro. Just eat more <laughs> just food. Just eat. Like, Food's gotta, not scary. If you want to grow muscle, you got to put something in that's going to mm. turn into muscle. So, yeah, like we said, because obviously, like, when most people start, generally the goal, especially for, like we said with that hourglass figure, is, oh, you know, I want to lose some weight around my stomach and grow my glutes. And unfortunately... For most people, they're two um, counteractive goals. Like, they don't equal each other. So, obviously, like we said, with, like, the newbie gain sometimes, you can see, like, a bit of muscle growth when you're first starting out because your muscles are probably so easy to stimulate. But, like, most times, you know, that's a quite a beginning kind of thing. You know, maybe after the first few months, you'll probably see things start to plateau. Um, so, yeah, it just comes back to having dedicated phases of time towards different goals. So, if your goal in six to 12 months time is to have this like hourglass figure you've got to pick phase of time like, okay this is like the build phase and then this is the cut phase and then ideally in a perfect world obviously when you're cutting you'll maintain that glute size so yep. i would say generally you know it's probably a good idea if you are at like a comfortable weight is through the build phase first it mm-hmm. just kind of makes more sense um yep. yeah build them up and then cut away and show them off Yeah, exactly. Just remember food is fuel. And if you're eating the right foods and clean foods, you're not going to be putting on heaps of weight around your waist anyway. You're going to be putting it in the areas you want, like your glutes, your shoulders, your hamstrings, whatever you want as well. So don't be scared to eat the food. Um, It's going to help you build. And just know that you need to be lifting heavy. So when you drop back the food a little bit, you might drop back the weight a little bit. But at the same time, if you're hip thrusting 150, your drop might be more than 140, 130, not already only lifting. 80 kilos and your drop goes down to 50 I think a lot of people always think when you're in a calorie deficit or starting to just be at maintenance means your weights have to always drop but if your lift can lift that and you're used to lifting yeah. that just lift it I think that gets definitely overblown because I think maybe people look towards like people who compete and stuff and see that drop off in weights oh, but I people are that. obviously doing a very aggressive like specific but cut where body composition is the only goal so the goal with a lot of your training is like it's just to maintain so you almost like take it a bit easier but in training. I want to just put that out there that I think that's a big lie. Yes. <laughs> I am an, an, no offense to people that are not lifting the same amount. Obviously I'm not lifting the same amount, but it's your mindset. Go into it, killing yeah. it. Eat your carbs around your training. I'm still RDLing 80 kilos for eight to 10 reps and I'm on 
low cows. Yeah. Like, don't want to mention what they're on. Yeah. So don't think that just because other people have to drop their weights means you have to drop your weights. If you can do that way and you want those goals, go into that session being like, fuck yeah, I'm going to yeah. build my glutes and I'm going to lift the same weight. It's definitely a mentality first. Kind yeah. Of if you go in being like, oh yeah, I'm just, like if you go into a deficit and you're like, all right, I'm just going to be weaker, then yeah, you're going to yeah, be weaker. Exactly. Um, and take it from someone who's you know a bit more experienced in powerlifting. Like I've seen plenty of people do weight class weight cuts mm, and keep the same exactly. number on the bar. So, you know, if a powerlifter can do it, who's like literally working at 100%, yep. you can probably do your, you know, eight to 12 reps of your hip thrust at the same weight yeah. you were doing before. But also, no, if you do drop, it is okay. That might happen, but don't be going yeah. into and it. And you'll kind of know, like, you know, if, you've, if you're working hard or not. Um, And yeah, like I said, obviously a lot of people follow these like competitors and yeah, maybe go four weeks out from their comp when they're, you know, 50 kilos soaking wet yeah, and nothing. Exactly. Yeah, obviously they're going to be a bit weaker, but their goal isn't performance. Whereas, you know, if most normal people won't get to that level and, you know, if you want to be healthy and look good and feel good, you probably do want to have a bit of, you know, size and not get totally shredded anyway. So if the exactly. goal is bigger glutes, stay strong. Perfect. Do you have anything else to touch on with the glutes? Not off the top of my head. What do you think honest. is the biggest mistake people make when they're growing their glutes? Just the biggest thing you see. Um... Good question. Uh, probably maybe uh, one that some kind of pops up a lot is actually just training their adductors more than their glutes. Yes. I see a lot of people um, absolutely frothing like the sumo deadlift and then the, like the adduction machines. Yes. And obviously they, like, they have their place, but, you know, and, you know, your adductors actually will contribute to that kind of hourglass figure anyway. Yes. But, um, yeah, people really overestimate um, how much like the sumo deadlift um, impacts your glutes. Like it is a good exercise, but it's not like – a thousand times better than conventional. Like it's exactly. quite similar. Um, and then another one is just like squeezing your glutes when you're doing like kind of almost non-glute related ex- exercises, thinking mm-hmm. that's going to grow. So like you see girls do this a lot when they squat and then they get to the top and they almost like do a hip yes. thrust at the top. And you're like, bro, that's not doing anything. No. Like, it's um, <laughs> So that's maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe, poor yeah, over Yeah. It's that same thing of like, stimulation uh sorry sensation which is what you feel when you squeeze your butt isn't the same as stimulation so yeah that's a big one just like squeezing your glutes for everything i guess yeah um Um, and like we said about yeah just stuff this classic kind of myth stuff of like kickbacks on the um what's it called climber climber. you know if you actually do weighted kickbacks in a cable then that's one thing yeah but um yeah um mine's gonna be i've got two first of all is rushing all their movements because it hurts and it's great that it hurts but take the time i would rather my clients i always say during six reps of the audio and taking those three seconds down holding at the top for two seconds like really taking their time on the glutes and feeling them than trying to rush and do 12 to 15 reps so just take your time obviously this is everything but if you want to build your glutes time under tension is the best way so really taking your time on every movement doing a lot of my clients have paused hip thrust three second up movements um, maybe just doing a quarter rep at the top really just like making the most out of it yeah just more slowing down in general i mean that goes for most exercises anyway but yeah that's definitely one where and the same thing i've had clients like we're doing an exercise and like they're rushing through it and i'm like oh you know slow down like oh but i get through it faster if i go fast and it's like well that's the wrong mindset to have anyway because if the goal is to grow like muscle and strength the goal isn't to get in and out of the gym as fast as possible because then if that's your goal then like why are you coming at all kind of thing exactly um so yeah definitely yeah more pauses more tempo um that's also quite an easy way if you like maybe hit like a certain weight on like hip thrust, for example, and you feel like your form starting to fall apart a bit going any heavier, you can obviously drop it back a little bit more tempo and more of a hold at the top. Um, just reminded me of another one, actually. Yeah. When people are on the glute drive, going too low at the bottom. 
Mm. Like they basically sink their ass into the ground. Dipping, <laughs> dipping into your lower dipping back. Dipping into your lower back. Um, that's obviously also where people feel their quads a lot too much. Um, more on I the was actually going to so, touch on that. Yeah, I guess. And it's if you use a higher box too with the barbell hip thrust, I guess. But yeah, your glutes are kind of most stressed sort of towards the top of the movement. So you only really, most people could probably do with cutting a few centimeters off their bottom portion of the lift mm-hmm. and just spending more time at the top where your glutes are like working the hardest. Most of my clients do cast bridges so we don't touch the floor. Yeah, just so it's more of a pulse I guess. Yeah, so coming down almost to the floor, but then coming back up and holding up there because then you're putting more tension on the glutes. I think a lot of people think they need to have a huge big range. Obviously, you don't have a tiny range, but if you're on those big boxes or even the medium boxes, to be honest, at Rover are too high for most females, just jumping on that lower box, really tucking your chin in, tucking your sternum in and just having that nice medium kind of range, you're going to get way more out of the movement. Um, I also just wanted to touch on just technique in general and everything, like your kickbacks. If you're going to do them, do them properly. Otherwise, you're just going to feel your lower back. With your RDLs, same thing. If you're not going to do it properly, don't do it at all. Like just taking your time to really figure out, am I feeling my glutes or am I feeling another muscle? If you are feeling another muscle, you're probably doing it wrong. So just get a coach, have a watch on Instagram, maybe just film yourself and watch it back if you are a bit more, obviously, been in the gym a bit longer. But if you want to build your glutes, you can't be just feeling your quad, your hamstring or your lower back in that exercise. You really need to be feeling your glutes. And I know we touched on like not feeling just sensation, like actually feeling them burn like oh my god that worked hard Um, not just oh wow my glutes are on yeah if you're someone who does maybe struggle to feel their glutes on like a hip thrust especially machine or barbell um try a single leg variation for a bit they are really good um i will use those with like really new people a lot because they're Mm -hmm. quite hard and in the same way that if you're doing like a normal kind of hip thrust, it's quite easy to move that pressure into your, like your quads or your lower back, but a single leg variation, you definitely kind of feel your glutes, especially on like the machine, um, a single leg machine hip thrust. Single um, legs are just really good to You'll definitely feel do. a lot better there and you'll still kind of feel in control. So that's a, another pro tip, I guess. And also just make sure you always just warm up your glutes. So sometimes we just go straight into an 80 kilo RDL. Obviously, some other things might turn on. So jumping on the abductor, maybe jumping on and just doing some light RDLs with just the bar or maybe just 5, 10 kilos if that's yeah. if you lift quite a lot. You can get the bands out. They are amazing to get the glutes going. Um, but just doing this for like five minutes maxish, get them on. Oh, and yeah. then get just into it. Just don't rush your warmth. I mean, people do that with everything Everything anyway, and anything. Yeah, you know, I always like to use the analogy like, oh, you know, maybe because you're not moving that much weight yet, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll just chuck it on straight away. Mm. But, you know, as you get stronger, your body's not going to be ready to go. Like, I wouldn't go and chuck 130 kilos squat on my back without warming up. So all your other no. movements, that kind of gaze. And it literally takes, you know, two, three minutes. Like, it's like what we said before about rushing. You know, if you're like late all the time and need to rush, well, maybe that's a problem for another exactly. day. Exactly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but still. Um, yeah, just, you know, like I said, if you're doing RDLs, you know, do just the bar and then do like 20, 30 kilos on there and then yep. do your working set. Like it literally does not take that long at all. And then that can really help you like get a feel for the movement, you know, make sure the right things are working, make sure everything's feeling good. Whereas, you know, if you're only doing three sets and your first one is crap because you didn't warm up and you have to get your form right and the second one's a bit better and then your third one's good, you've only really done two working sets anyway. Mm. which you know probably is enough volume so you know do two three warm-up sets and then actually do three good sets as opposed to just you know one kind of shit one one that's a bit better and one where you're like oh that last one was really good yeah um, I just want to touch on one more thing um, is just knowing that you've got to do these movements for a while. You can't be like, oh, I'm doing RDLs with the barbell or oh, only for three weeks I'm going to change it up. Like you've really got to 
this is kind of with every muscle, but really with the glutes is picking a, picking your exercise selection, sticking with it for a good eight to 12 weeks. Like I've had RDLs in my program since the start of prep. So almost like 15 weeks nonstop, like yeah. really progressive overloading, really staying on the exercise, getting the most out of it, not just changing up because you saw something on TikTok or you saw your friend do it. Like there is some great exercise yeah, out there yeah. on TikTok. Those videos but you'll see like, oh, I want big glutes. Yes. Yeah. When um, no, doing those things is not going to help. And things like even just li- putting the band on for your hip thrust, like, actually feel your hip thrust so get yeah. the band off feel your glutes and get the most out of it it's not going to be easy at the start but that's just like in anything you've got to kind of push through those early stages and then really just kick up the notch and yeah. get going uh, yeah we kind of preface that before anyway but like yeah like we say this the fundamental muscle growth kind of principles apply to all these sort of things so breast mm-hmm. overload sticking to the same um exercises long term um yeah just not falling into that trap of thinking that there's some special secret you know it's just consistency um and same goes for every other muscle group so you know we've kind of mentioned a lot like oh it's the glutes and every other muscle because they all kind of work the same way so if you're struggling with like another muscle group and it's the same sort of thing you can take the lessons that we've kind of said today and apply it to you know those muscles too so if it's like your back or your chest or your biceps or your triceps or your hammies or your quads you know it's all that same sort of stuff of just you know pick movements that you can do proficiently load them up over time get stronger at them eat plenty of food and you'll get jacked and look good in no time man exactly just pro um what's it called consistency is key consistency is king um uh, but if you guys have any other things you want us to talk about or how to grow other muscles or just any topics in general remember to slide on into weekly burn finlay fitness systems or find your fit nice um we love to hear them we've actually got a Q&A happening next week well yeah next week when you guys listen to this so slide on into our question boxes. boxes pop up you will on all our instagram so Pop them all up. We can't wait to hear. They're all going to be anonymous. I can't say that word. <laughs> anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> so don't feel like we're going to call you out. So pop all your questions in. We will not yeah. judge. We'll just, no, nah, on the podcast. But ah, this dumbass doesn't know this. No, ah. no <laughs> we would no. never. That would be mean. No, nah, we're too friendly. There's no friendly such thing people. as a stupid question anyway. There isn't. I didn't know this. You're these wondering things. it. Someone else is wondering it too, but they're just too scared to ask. Exactly. So. Be the bigger person. Rock and roll. But remember to subscribe to us, download, leave a review, and remember to just spread the word of Weekly Burn out there. Go yeah, for mate. your walk. Tell your friends to listen. Tell your parents to listen. Tell your fr- siblings to listen. Just, just everyone, your dog, everyone your cat, listen, you know? It really helps, obviously, grow the podcast, which is awesome. And yeah, if you guys have any suggestions for anything in the future, just let us know. But yeah, we'll see you next that. week. Have a good week, everybody. Let's get it. Bye.